Thanks to HelloFresh.com for supporting the best debate in the universe. Receive $30 off your first week of deliveries when you go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code MADCAST30. Remember, go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code MADCAST30 to get $30 off your first week of deliveries. Thank you, HelloFresh. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. MadcastMedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from mandatory education to public masturbation. With over 2.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. Mikey's not in, but with me is BMO, the audio engineer. And as always, my top unit, key grip, deputy cadet moderator, Rukaruk Ali. Welcome back. Hi, guys. Guys, it's another exciting show. This one, this show is episode 69, our big 69th episode. And we thought it'd be appropriate to do a sexual theme for this show. Although, one could argue with me on the show, every episode is sexually themed. But uh, <laughs> one could argue that. <laughs> uh, coming up later in the show, we're going to have the debate. What is the most overrated sex position? But first, we have a recap of last week's debate, voicemail, and then some headlines at the end of the show. But I want to welcome back our guests, Ella Darling and Dreadmere. Guys, welcome back to the show. Hi, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are both repeat guests on The Best Debate in the Universe. Ella, what was the topic we debated the first time? We were talking about Prop 60, which was a stupid law that someone was trying to pass in California, which we defeated. The porn industry won. Hey, look at that. Fuck the AHF. Very cool. And Dreadmere, when you were on, we debated... Whether or not hookup culture was ruining dating, right? That's right. And yeah. what was the... Well, I, I forget what the results of the debate were. I, whatever the side I was arguing on, I think won. <laughs> pretty sure that's what happened. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure some people... Actually, I mean, there's actually a good discussion about it. Um, there's still a lot of... Uh, deli- well, people are still trying to figure out what... But at the end of the day, I just want people to communicate and uh, talk about it either way. So I don't remember what the voting was on your website, though. Um, it was pretty much... I'm pretty sure it was just I won. Uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, it was a really interesting topic and something that's been on the minds of many people. We've talked about and debated, uh, not just on the show, but outside of the show in real life. I talked to some of my friends like that because I feel like the culture has definitely shifted with regards to dating. There is something that's that's kind of different, uh, something about how easy it is to hook up these days with so many apps and, and uh, to communicate exactly what you want down to the very precise fetish that people can just find each other much more easily, much more quickly. Can you imagine what it's like in high school today? Dreadmere, can you? (laughs) (laughs) You're in high school, right? (laughs) No, but if if this technology existed when I was in school, everybody would have been, uh, first of all, pregnancies would have been through the roof. Because I'm in Utah, and they don't teach you contraception. They teach you abstinence. And that shit doesn't fucking work. I think these dating apps like Tinder are mostly 18 and up. Oh, are they? I would think so, yeah. yeah. Kids so always there's definitely no way for kids to get on it then. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's some kind of a AI technology. Supposedly there is, that they are doing facial recognition to determine if somebody's underage, right? Have yeah. you heard of this? Yeah, I have heard of this. Yeah. I hope they implement that shit everywhere. It'd be amazing. But anyway, guys, we should talk about the recap of last week's debate. Our guest was Robbie, and we debated whether or not school should be mandatory. And our audience, with an 82% vote... Said yes, <laughs> smart, good, brilliant. And Rucka, Rucka and I got into a pretty heated debate God. where, where you were saying essentially that you don't need to have an education. School shouldn't be mandatory. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah, well, it's incorrect. Oh. Um, and well, then <laughs> people have spoken. Yeah, 
I, I kept thinking about that debate. I think a lot of people did. A lot of people chimed in in the comments. I kept thinking, I think that my contention is, and, and that, that is what I truly believe. I was arguing that side of the debate that school should be mandatory. Um, and my contention is that if you don't make school mandatory uh, to a certain point, people won't know how to exercise their freedoms, how to exercise their laws, and how to think. Thinking is not something that happens automatically. How to think is something you are taught. Well, if you're forced to go to college, then you don't have the freedom to exercise. Well, you you have the freedom to accept or reject any facts you were taught, right? Yeah, but freedom doesn't exist if you're being forced to do something until you're in your 20s. And why stop there? Why not get a PhD? If you have a base level of education so that people can can think for themselves and know whether or not it's important to have an education, if you don't have enough of a base education to even know whether or not you should have an education or the importance of education, then it's a moot point. So you need to finish, you need to graduate college to decide if education is for you or not? No, I think high school. I think the way we have no, it is because last week you were saying force everyone into college. Well, yeah, we're, that's my, my own extreme view. I know that's not a that's not a view that most people would adopt. I don't think. Ella, what do you think? What do you think about this debate? Well, that was a question I had when I listened to it. Is I mean, do you mean any education or do you mean college? And I think that a base like a certain level of education should be mandatory because if it's not mandatory, then it becomes less accessible. And making education accessible is important for for an educated populace, which is important for a functional society. Smart, Dreadmere. What do you think about this debate? Do you think that that education should be mandatory or not? I mean, I'm on board with everything that you said so far until uh, you get to the part about teaching you how to think. I think that's where it gets a little nebulous. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, people need to be able to read, read street signs and, you yeah. know, not eat poison. I'm fine with that. But if you're like, oh, this is how you because that's why I dropped out of college was when my professors were really trying to implement their ideas. And it was very much their narrative about things that we should be having a discussion about. And I, I was like, I can't like nobody realized what he's doing. Nobody's calling him out on it. I tried to. And he just like tried to embarrass me in front of the class. And so. I was just like, it's not going to work. I mean, granted, that was one instance in one college somewhere, but still, like, that, there's an opportunity for that. And, That's why I think it's important, though, because you were educated enough to understand and debate the information that he was delivering to you, right? Right, yeah. And so I think it's important to have an education so you can question the information that's being served to you and, and process it critically. Right. And I mean, I 100% I agree. It's just that I guess the thing that was weird is that like I was the only one doing it. Is it because they, they, they don't have a choice? Do they think they don't have a choice? You know what I mean? Like nobody really talks about that kind of stuff about critical thinking in high school and getting up to that point. You know, right. you kind of just got to hope that your professor goes that way, I guess. Well, a lot of people also toe the line. If you're in an environment where you feel like your professor or your teacher or your boss or whoever you're working with is going to attack you or going to give you some kind of retribution for bringing up or opposing them, you're in a toxic environment. So if that professor, for whatever reason, oh! gave the... <laughs> you disagree, Ella? Why do you disagree? Uh, I just wanted to disagree on principle. Okay. I don't there. actually disagree. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I'm going to cut like the next 10 minutes out of this podcast. It's going to be intense retribution. Demo, <laughs> cut it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think college should be mandatory, though. And I think that that's a big problem that... Young people, when they get out of high school, they think that college is just the required next thing that you do. And so right. they're either not ready for it or they're just not meant for it. They'd be just as well off in a trade school or by learning, by doing. And so they end up putting themselves into massive debt to be in an environment that they're just not really made for and not meant for. And it's just not right for them. I was an RA in college and I saw this so many times. Kids would come in on these massive scholarships and fucking do coke and fuck off and they just weren't developmentally ready to be in that environment. And so they ended up wasting college money or wasting their parents' money or putting themselves in debt 
for something that never benefited them Joining in the first place. <laughs> now that's a cogent argument, Rucka. She just shot down my whole argument. <laughs> that college should be mandatory. Academic at this table. You're the foremost academic. How yes. dare you? How many How many years of education have you had? <laughs> oh fuck you! How many degrees? I have how a master's degrees? degree. She I have two degrees. degrees. <laughs> it took me four years to get both degrees. I will not be shamed for that. I got my master's when I was 21. So you got a master's degree at 21. Yes. All right. Mm. I am the foremost academic authority hosting the show. <laughs> Correct. That's right. Well, uh, you know, yeah, she she challenged you on the idea of like, is education necessary and all that? And uh, college, you know, college. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, my, my whole thing last week was, should people be forced to go to school? Yeah. Especially in co- like college. And so that's what I was focused on. It was more about the college aspect of it. Pe- not even the college aspect. I'm talking about private citizens, adult people being forced to go to school. Well, adults, I mean, that's a different story. What we have right now currently in society, I think, works, which is 18 years old. You have to go to school until you're 18. No, you don't. Yay. 16. Oh, it's 16? In most states, I think, yeah. Uh, that's like a farming holdout <laughs> from the agricultural I mean, days. you can get emancipated, I think, even at 15. I think you're right, yeah. Yeah. Well, the other question I asked last week was, can you be truly free without education? And the... Choices for voting were no and yes, but I'm an uneducated moron, so my vote doesn't count. And with a 72% vote, no! Yeah. (laughs) Smart. Wow. Yep. I guess people voted correctly last week on both poll questions. This is a huge victory for me. This is a huge mandate for everything I've done for the show. (laughs) Proves my point. But... Last week, I'm going to get to the voicemail. We got a lot of voicemail, and a lot especially because Ruck and I had a pretty uh, long and thorough debate about, I don't know how it got there, uh, communism versus uh, free trade and this and that, uh, because essentially forcing people to get education would le- is some kind of like socialism, right? It's a, it's more socialist-leaning policy. I mean, it's government intervention. Government intervention, yeah, right. So. so we got a ton of voicemail about that. And I think last episode, I felt like there were a lot of straw man arguments. And I am now proud to introduce a new sound effect on the show. All right. This is from The Wizard of Oz. So anytime, <laughs> anytime on this show from now on, anyone makes a straw man argument. And anyone? Anyone. All right. <laughs> That's the sound effect you're going to hear. There it is. All right. But uh, let's get on to some voicemail. I got a ton of voicemail, some really good ones this week. Uh, but here's one calling me out hell yeah, Ooh, yeah there great. was i was gonna call in and leave a voicemail but then i found out that i was gonna be on the show i uh, want to yeah. see if they i want to see if they got the one that i was thinking okay here's this one hey uh Maddox. fuck ass uh you realize that we go to school so we're not dumb anymore obviously uh you don't really understand this because you never got a degree fuck you yeah. <laughs> okay, shithead. I, I don't have a degree, but I might as well have all the degrees because of how smart I am. Do you have a high school degree? Yes, I have a high school degree. Yeah, so you do have a degree. I'll tear you up. Yeah, thank you. I do have a degree. GED? G- no, no. I have the actual whatever diploma? the diploma. Yeah, the whatever the it's called. <laughs> right out the gates, douchebag of the week Way calling to treat in. Your, your listeners. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. Here's the, This one's uh, calling you out, Rucka. Oh. Yeah. Two call-outs. Listen to this one. Hey, Maddox. I, uh, I also wanted to say that Rocket did a really good job this week um, proving the point that we really need more education in this uh, society. Really, more forced education 
because the smartest thing he said was that he's not an educated person. Uh, Rocket, eat shit, read a book. Oh, shit, dude. You got called out. What do you think? <laughs> Why don't you name some books you've read, Maddox? I, I've read Fuck Whales. I've read I Am Better Than Your Kids. I've read Alphabet of Manliness. Finally, I finally read that's, it. That's a lot of books. <laughs> three books. That's a lot. Yeah. Three mm. more than most people have read, I think. <laughs> Sadly, you're right. Yeah. Uh, here's another call. This, is, this one's also calling you out, Rucka, oh, about boy. something you said a couple episodes ago. Again, oh. about uh, I brought in a debate a few episodes ago about whether or not you should be allowed to breastfeed a stranger's child. And Rucka essentially said we should abolish breastfeeding because it's cannibalism. I said we should just kind of uh, maybe kind of start to think about if it's kind of an antiquated practice. Yeah. You know, like cannibalism. We don't need, we don't need it anymore. It's cannibalism weird. is the word used, yeah. I believe. And uh, so all these people called Rucka out yeah. on whether or not different aspects of uh, human sexuality or cannibalism. Here's mm-hmm. one. Hey, I got a double uh, caller call out for you, Maddox, coming your way from the East Coast, my boy. Um, to the, the first one is for Mr. Pussy Eater. Um, you obviously don't eat pussy because you proudly proclaimed it on the airways. Dude, rule number one for when you actually eat pussy, you don't use that as a way to make an argument at all, let alone proudly. You sound like a fucking virgin college kid. Get the fuck out of here. Also, to the second one is for Mr. Uh, Cards Against Humanity, boy. Um, Cards Against Humanity kicks ass. And get, that's how you eat pussy. You get pussy by playing Cards Against Humanity at parties. Check one for Maddox, my dudes. Yeah. Um, fucking Aussie. Yeah, that's right. Score for me. Call for call out. Two caller callouts. So we had a bunch of people shitting on Cards Against Humanity. I guess people are it, the the tides have turned, and people now hate Cards Against Humanity more than they like it, right? Do you, what do you think, Ella? Um, I am not super invested in it. If I'm going to play a card game, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play Joking Hazard by our friends. Oh, that's Cyanide right. Happiness. Yeah, Cyanide and Happiness. Our friends made the Joking Hazard game. Yeah, uh, which is which is actually amazing. Yeah, I think it's I think it's more fun than. Yeah, it is Cards a lot of fun. Humanity. What about you, Dreadmere? Uh, I've never played Cards Against Humanity because I'm too busy eating pussy. Yeah. <laughs> which, which means I don't, apparently, because yeah. I said it over the radio. So yeah. If you use pussy eating as an argument, you don't do it. Apparently. Apparently. That's the that's that's weird. argument. Which is the making. argument he did make about himself as well as that he's super creative and funny for playing Cards Against Humanity. That's very meta. I think yeah. that caller just told us something about himself. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> or his diet, at least. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's another call. So we got a ton of voicemails about Cards Against Humanity. Here's one from Weird Matthew. Listen to this. Here's a little Weird McConaughey advice. If you're at a party, it's 2 a.m., and someone breaks out Cards Against Humanity, leave that party or <laughs> grab a football and be like, hey, what's up? And then just toss it right into the Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> knock it over. Get the fuck out of there. Knock all those cards over. Hell yeah. Mix them up real bad. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when Weird Matthew just became a high school jock bully. Like, that's such a bully move. Just show up at a party, and it's like 2 a.m., everyone's having a good time. He just picks up a football, just throws it at the game, knocking all the cards over. Rips them up, dick. Yeah, (laughs) and then just leaves. Like, why don't you just leave? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, here's here's another one. And then (laughs) this is another controversial thing that came up that I didn't think would be a controversy on the show, but apparently it is, and we need to talk about it. A caller called in two episodes ago, said he was from Alabama. And then the next episode, someone called in and said that 
accent sounds fake. And now I got another caller calling in to defend the original guy from Alabama. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox, um, I just wanted to call and say that uh, two weeks ago you had someone calling to the show saying that he was a truck driver from Alabama. And then last week you had someone do a caller call out saying that that guy had a really, I guess, fake Alabama accent. And I just wanted to say that just because someone says they're from somewhere, like, if someone's saying, hey, I'm, I'm a truck driver in Alabama, it doesn't fucking mean that they were born and raised in Alabama. The guy could be from fucking Texas, or the guy could be from fucking Europe or wherever and ended up in Alabama and works there, okay? That's like fucking saying, Maddox, oh, Maddox, you're from L.A. You don't sound like someone from L.A. No shit. Maddox was fucking born and raised in Utah and moved out to L.A. Why the fuck would he sound like he's from fucking L.A.? God damn it. Some of your fans are so fucking stupid, Maddox. I love you. You've got a great show, but your fans are fucking idiots. Yeah, thank you. Finally, someone who gets what I've been saying for years. About your fans? About my fans. Yeah. Being idiots. I got an email literally this morning, and uh, the subject line was, Hey, Maddox. And I opened up the email. It says, You treat your fans horribly. And I just wrote back, You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just going to say yes. You, you know what, though? Here's the thing. I was Here's the real reply I was going to send to this guy. Like The problem is with some of the fans is that they feel entitled to something. If I don't meet their arbitrary... And too high expectations, they get upset and angry at me for not providing free content. That's what they're getting upset. Fuck you. How about that? I don't owe you guys shit. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So you don't owe them a free content, but you, society owes them free four years of college? <laughs> Way to tie it back. To <laughs> hey, look, that's a different argument. And that's one, yeah. I, that's one I think less people are on board with. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, I would put people in college. Why not? Um, here's another call. So I talked about this essay I wrote in college. Speaking of, this is the essay that is basically the template for everything I've ever written. Just about since I've written this this essay, it uh, structured all my writing. And uh, I had a caller calling in about that. Hi, Maddox. Um, just calling in to ask if one, um, you should post your super sweet essay that you were talking about in the last episode because I think that'd be really interesting to read. And two, Mad Cooper, they definitely had a missed opportunity. It should have been Mad Shatter after Mad Hatter, but Mad Shatter is <laughs> Mad Shatter. fucking great. Yeah. All right, love your show. Bye. Yeah, we also talked about the Mad Pooper in Colorado last week where uh, someone was running around the town and just pooping everywhere, which, by the way, this is... Oh, I brought in another poop story later on in the show. I'll get to in the headlines. There have been so many poop stories in the news lately. Oh, good. Yeah. But the mad chatter, that is a missed opportunity. Uh, I don't think I'd publish that in the news. The news has gone to shit. Yeah. The news <laughs> has gone to shit. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, so maybe maybe one of these days I will post that essay. I don't know. Maybe I'll post it in my next book. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, here's another caller. Uh, this one's about the New York versus L.A. debate that we had a couple episodes ago with Michael Malice. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. I just took a poll of 100 billion people who have never been to New York about what is the first thing they think of. And they said a bunch of big fucking skyscrapers. Point Maddox. And I yeah. guess we're supposed to give sex to a Nazi. I don't really get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're supposed to fuck a Nazi. That's Yeah, I don't know. So, but uh, when you think of New York... Dreadmere, what do you think? What's the first thing that comes into your mind? Uh, I guess, yeah, like Times Square, lights. Uh, Times Square, lights. What about you, yeah. Ella? What do you think? Sweaty urine trash scents. <laughs> mm -hmm. Correct. These are both, these are yeah. all correct Is that things. Manhattan? Yeah. That's Manhattan. Mm. Yeah. That's all of New York. 
Well, there is only Manhattan, according to you. Yeah, no one fucking thinks of Queens when they're thinking about New York. No one thinks of Brooklyn. No? No, the most iconic thing about New York is the skyline and the Statue of Liberty and Times Square. None of that shit exists in Brooklyn. You know what does? Fucking nothing. There's just a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of like, three-story flats that are uh, overpriced. That's it. And really? a couple of decent sushi restaurants. That's Brooklyn That's and Brooklyn. Queens? Yeah. Three-story three flats and sushi restaurants? Oh, sorry. They have some bake- bakeries and delis. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. what I was getting at. What else? What, what's in Brooklyn? Tall buildings, shitty apartment buildings. What's with three-story flats? You make it sound like a fucking luxury fucking uh, Martha's Vineyard, some shit. Yeah, I had a friend who lived in Brooklyn, and he was super excited to show me his apartment. He's like, yeah, I got a one-bedroom. It's huge for New York. So I show up there, and he's showing me around his apartment, and I walk in, and he shows me the kitchen, shows me the living room, and he shows me the bathroom, and I'm like, I'm waiting for the bedroom, right? Let's see the bedroom. Let's see the bedroom. I'm like, so where's your bedroom? He goes, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. we just have the bed, like, right here. I'm like, this is part of the living room, isn't it? He goes, yeah, but it's um, it technically counts as a one-bedroom. I'm like, this is a studio apartment. Fuck you. Don't bullshit me with this fucking New York bullshit. You're living in a fucking studio apartment. Don't try to pass this off. Just because you put a bed in the middle of the fucking floor doesn't make it a one-bedroom. <laughs> you have one bed in a room. That's not a one-bedroom, asshole. <laughs> Anyway, we stopped being friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, here's uh, and by the way, I think I may be in New York on the 18th, so I have a book signing coming out in Los Angeles on the release day of my book, October 17th at Book Soup in West Hollywood. But I may be in New York on Michael Malice's show on the 18th, uh, and if I do, I'll probably be there for an extra day to do a couple other shows, maybe even Pot Awful, our very own, if I if I have enough time. It's gonna be real quick in and out. Um, but anyway, I got a couple more voicemails, and then we should get on to the debate. Here's uh, here's another one. It's Bad Ombre. He watched uh, my movie, Ooga Booga. He has some thoughts. What's up, cabrones? You know who this is. Hey, Mara, I just saw your movie. What's it called? Ooga Booga and shit? Oh, man. <laughs> I see why you didn't win any awards, man. I mean, you kind of deserve it. You did a good job acting, but at the end, I kind of figured out why you didn't win, man. You ended up crying like a little bitch, so... You know, can't give awards to little bitches like you, man. Rucker, I know you got my back on this one. Love you guys. I think uh, the biggest tragedy in Maddox Sony in history is the fact you never promoted that movie. Like, you never made a YouTube video, like, saying, guys, I'm in this movie. Like, holy shit, that shit was fucking meme as fuck. Yeah, well, I, I did. I did. I released a couple videos on my channel. Yeah? Yeah, an interview about it. Uh, really? Yeah, I did, yeah. Where, where can I see these videos? Uh, it's, I think it's unlisted right now. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. So if anyone has that link, uh, watch it as many times as you'd like, because it's unlisted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. the, yeah, the thing is, at the time, I felt like it wasn't really content that was native to my channel. <sighs> you don't is... even understand your own appeal. Dude, You your horrible <laughs> acting in that movie is everything that I want to see. You know what? Uh, you won't see any of it because there is no horrible acting, at least coming from me. Uh, yeah. The award-winning Stacey Keach, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, here's one last one, and this will lead us into this week's debate. Uh, listen to this guy. Hey, Maddox. I hope for episode 69 that you and Rucka Rucka Ali, 69. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's one idea. Can that I, is one idea. Before we get into the debate, can I just address something that happened last week? Because yeah. um, I listened to the show. Yes. I like listening to it. Yeah, me too. Or watching it. Yeah. Because like I hear you say something, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, correct him on that. I want to correct him on that. Then oh, I hear, Then I hear my own voice correcting you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> so, But I heard myself say something that I didn't like. Uh, you, you brought up having uninsured friends, and I said, well, stop hanging out with losers. Yeah. And like that's not really the way I see it. 
Uh, first off, let me say, nobody told me to bring this up. Nobody asked me. Nobody contacted me. I, I heard this. I wanted to bring this up. Sure. I don't know which friends you're talking about. Like nine times out of ten, your friend is someone who emailed you in the past ten years, <laughs> you know, from somewhere. Uh, are there people who are uninsured because they're just too incoherent to to get their, you know, to get their shit in order and make a phone call and, and get their finances in order? Yeah. We call them the... Uh, sketch improv comedy community of America. <laughs> but uh, absolutely, there's a lot of people who are in a horrible position, pre-existing conditions and all that. And we, there's a lot we can talk about, about the best way to help them or the, the best, uh, the best type of society for somebody like that. But just, I just wanted to backtrack that one thing that that comment I made was heat of the moment. And I was absolutely picturing just your the biggest stoner on earth when you brought up your quote friend. So uh, yeah, anyway, that's if anyone out there was hurt. Listen, if you guys at home are not having fun, we're not doing our job. Right. Yeah. This is, this is, we're, we're yeah. I, I gotta say, Ruck is such a classy dude. I yeah. mean, this was, this was an authentic, we didn't talk about this before the show. That, that's a, that's a super classy move. Ruck is a classy I respect guy. the fuck out of that, Ruck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome dude. Um, but yeah, thank you for, for mentioning that. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think anyone really read too much into it. <laughs> Do you have any more voicemails? No more voicemails. What's the, yeah? Oh, you so, said you yeah, wanted to bring something some, up. Yeah. yeah, Melania Trump is not Croatian. She's Slovenian. Ooh. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And that's the kind of information you'll never hear on this show. <laughs> yeah. Um. There was one comment I read that had that correction. Yeah, she's Slovenian. So she's from Slovenia. Slovenia. What are yeah. some of the differences between those two places? They're very close. Yeah, Matt. She speaks agree. Croatian. Oh, she speaks Ooh. Croatian. Yeah. Okay, well, oh. her master's degree checks out. <laughs> Ella is the foremost <laughs> academic on that side of the room. Now, you, ha you have a degree in library science. Library and information science was my master's degree. My undergrad was forensic psychology. Wow, holy shit. All right. Well, we're not going to talk about education anymore. Um, <laughs> we should move on to the debate this week. Guys, coming up at the end of the show, I've got some quick news headlines. And by the way, if you want to leave us voicemail, it's at the website madcastmedia.com. That's also where you go to vote on these topics I'm interested to see what you guys think of the vote this week in particular, because this week in particular, we're going to do something a little bit different. Every now and then, we'll do a roundtable debate, a roundtable discussion, and this is one of those weeks, because this week, we're going to debate what is the most overrated sex position. With me again is my top unit, key grip, deputy cadet moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Let's hear your buzzer. Ella Darling, let's hear yours. And Dreadmere, let's hear yours. There it is. If you hear a buzzer from anyone at this table, that means someone has something they want to add to the conversation, something they disagree with. So on to the debate. Ella, do you want to start us off? What do you think the most overrated sex position is? Um, 69. Perfect for episode 69. I think it's terrible. 69. You disagree? Right out of the gate. Dreadmere? All right. Okay. Oh, wow. Interesting. Why do you disagree? it's delightful i don't know it's it's a nice it's a nice relaxing thing that uh i guess in most sex positions it requires like a lot of vigorous thing like it's a nice break kind of sex like during sex you can kind of chill you can slow down you can go faster yeah you, you know, have to look at their know. face <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can forget who you're with for a little while i disagree it is the gift of the magi of sex positions because I have no idea. I'm not I'm not a foremost oh, academic. It, that, so. <laughs> yeah. That's one where uh, the wife cuts her hair and sells it to buy uh, like a watch chain or something for her husband. He sells his watch to buy a, a hair clip for her. And mm. then nobody, oh, nobody fucking smart. wins because yeah. <laughs> if I'm sucking your dick mm. and you're going down on me, I'm not going to do a good job of sucking your dick. And there's always a chance that my jaw might 
do something odd in the heat of the moment and your dick is in danger. I don't want to put your dick in danger. I want to be able to focus on the task at hand without a distraction. And 69 doesn't allow anyone to focus. It distracts them. And it's the least effective oral sex because you're you're fucking distracted by someone else going down on you. Just let me focus on you. You focus on me. Let's just do a really good job at what we're trying to do instead of half-assing it. Yeah, I'm I'm going to disagree with that. <laughs> this sounds like so workmanlike. Like, oh, I'm, I got to focus on this task so I don't bite your dick off. Like, is that the... Yeah. Well, sex <laughs> is the labor that I do. So if I oh, approach it... Like- <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, we, we didn't even mention it on the oh. show. But for, for those who don't know, Ella Darling is also in the adult entertainment industry. Yes. Yes. Okay, so there is that background. So, yeah. So so everything coming uh, does have that, uh, that, that additional... Uh, narrative and prism of knowledge, right? And, and professional perspective as well. Professional perspective, yes, yeah. correct. So, Dreadmere, you disagree. You think the 69 is, first of all, you said relaxing. <laughs> and delightful, yeah. And rela- <laughs> relaxing and delightful. I could see that. Yeah. Now, when does relaxing and delightful make you come at the end? Like, if, if, if someone just said, like, hey, let's just hang out, watch TV while 69ing, I'd say, yeah, that sounds like better than not doing anything while yeah. watching TV. But True. Yeah, I don't know if it's if it's what I look for in sex is is relaxing. I mean, the sixty nine is is never usually like the only thing you do, right? Like it's usually like a lead up to something and stuff like that, or you know, in the middle, whatever. It's like it's nice to to do. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but you kind of won me over anyway when you said that you could snap draw my dick. So I'm like, uh, maybe maybe I don't like it anymore. I never knew nobody's ever said that to me. So like well, Jesus, I I'm gonna be presumptuous for a moment, but I'm gonna guess that I'm probably the only one at this table who has been on the dick sucking end of sixty nine. I don't have. I don't have a dinger. I don't have a dinger. Let the record say no ding for Bronca. So having been both in the position of sucking dick and eating pussy, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say that it's it's the worst of either world. Wait. So this includes 69 with a girl. Which I assume you, you have you have you done that as well? There is video documentation. Oh, there's okay, so it's documented that yeah. Ella has has done that. And is it just as bad? Do you think it's just as bad with a girl? Well, I think it's less dangerous, but it's still like I just functionally trying to get yourself into the right position, like your leg starts to fall asleep and it's mm. just it's difficult to get into. Like it's just it doesn't feel organic because yeah. you have to stage it. Okay. And also it's really hard to shoot from a porn perspective trying to cheat out while you eat out when two people are going down on each other is hard. <laughs> cheat out while you eat out. Is that a phrase? Is that an expression in the industry? Uh, I don't know if it's ubiquitous, but it's one I've been using for a while. Fa- that's fantastic. Um, okay, so everyone's wrong, except for me and Dreadmere, I think. So in, in other words, you're just wrong. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what the secret is. Now, I have had both good and bad experiences with 69. And I thought, I always had this impression in my mind through listening to shows talk about 69 and people complain about it over the years that it's like this overrated thing nobody comes it's too distracting etc cetera, etc cetera. and i always had that point of view in mind because you know in in the past when i tried it it was you know kind of underwhelming until i had a great experience and i think here's the key to a good 69 height you have to be compatible and the height is really important because if it's not if the person on top is too short or too long then you're going to be in an awkward and uncomfortable position. However, I have had a successful, simultaneous 69 completion. Yeah, hero. That's right. Yeah, I've it's had a, that mm-hmm. too. You've had that too? Yeah. 
isn't it just like it's great it's great there's like a lot of visual stimulation there's like you're overwhelmed i I think the thing i like about is that you're overwhelmed like like yes you it is distracting and 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 in in a way but i think for me like i like the overwhelming aspect of it i like the fact that there's so much going on and so for like that yeah it's like a it's like kind of a submissive thing for me that i can put my mind in which is which is fun sometimes so yeah so it is possible from from the male perspective from the mail, right? What do you mean? Yeah. I am questioning if your partners had an equally good time. Mm. Well, the thing well, is, you... girls will tell me if they don't like doing it, <laughs> yeah. and then, and then okay. we don't do it as often. But I'll say, oh, you know, I will do something like I like it sometimes. But then, if a girl really likes it, she won't say that. Like, she won't say anything. She'll she'll just always go for it. She'll just do it, and that was like my last like my last relationship. We did it all the time. Apparently, she liked it. So you know, this is a callback to what we talked about at the top yeah. of the show. You know how if you're afraid to tell somebody something, you're in a toxic environment. Uh, because you're afraid of what they'll say or their their manipulation, their emotional manipulation or, or, or abuse or whatever. That also goes to sex. I've never been with a woman who has, uh, quote, faked an orgasm. And I'll tell you how I know. It's because when they don't have an orgasm, they tell me. Because I tell them I don't care either way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm having a good time. And, you're you know, if you're enjoying it, great. Because sometimes I'll have sex and I don't orgasm necessarily. I'm just, you know, it's, for, it's all for them. Absolutely. I think that... Uh, I think that people treat an orgasm like a finish line, and I don't think that that's good for sex or for people. Um, Correct. Sometimes I sometimes I don't have an orgasm, but I have a damn good time, and that's fine. Right. And and if you're so focused on on hitting that point, it gets exhausting for me. It's like now we're having sex to prove something to your ego. It's like, your ego. It gets harder. Yeah. yeah. You get over yourselves, guys. Like here's the thing: women that I'm involved with uh, sexually, I tell them. If, you, if it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. It's no big deal because sometimes it doesn't happen for me and I'm just, you know, I may be tired or, you know, not uh, not feeling it or, what you know, whatever. Sometimes it might take a really long time and you get exhausted. No one wants to necessarily go through a marathon sex session all the time. It might Someone might just be, be uh, into a quickie at the moment. But when you free yourself from this expectation and get over your fucking ego that it's not about you, your ability. It doesn't necessarily reflect your ability to make them come. It's just about... They happen to be in a state right now where they're not necessarily going to do it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So once you once you establish that you don't really care, it's not that important, then they don't feel the pressure to lie to you, you fucking idiots. And on like reversing the genders, I think that women can frequently really fuck up the whole sexual situation by by making it like, oh, is there something wrong with me? Am I not pretty yeah. enough? Did I do it wrong? Yeah. And then it's like, boner is gone. Boner has left the building. Right. Like as soon as you start talking about that, oh, it's the worst. Oh, that's. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've been with a I was with a, a girl once who I was just really tired, whatever, and it wasn't gonna happen. I was like, hey, listen, it's it's cool. I still had a good time. Don't worry about it. And she started crying. Oh She's like, God. oh, I'm so unattractive. I'm and like, then you no. got a boner. What's that? <laughs> then when she started crying. Oh my gosh, boners. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Broke her ocular cavity. <laughs> right through her skull. Um, no, but that's like the biggest turnoff, man. Like. If you if it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen. Don't fucking take everything personally. It's not about your ego. Get over yourself, you idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but uh, I and I'll tell you why I know this actually happened. That the multiple, the simultaneous uh, orgasm during sixty nine is because we one partner in particular we'd done it multiple times, and sometimes it it happened, sometimes it didn't, sometimes one of us would and the other one wouldn't, but it was never consistent. And the and there's no reason that she would lie the one time it actually did happen. And by the way, you, you can tell. Anyway, so yeah, it can be it can be an okay thing. Anyway, that, so yours yours is sixty nine. Yeah. Okay. Any any other points you want to add to it? Restricted movement. If if I'm giving the best blowjob I can give, I need to be able to move my head and use my hands, and I need to. It's like it's more than just like the small limited 
angle of movement that I can get when I'm in a 69 position. Like, I don't want to give bad head. And if I'm 69ing with someone, it's not going to be the best blowjob that I can give. And I think that my sexual skills deserve to be showcased in a way that 69 just can't can't offer. Hmm, interesting. I will say this, though. And uh, Dreadmere, this might be a point against you. Um, I've never, I don't think I've ever had a 69 where I was on top because I am afraid that if I, if my knees give out for some, whatever, if I, if I, if I fall and slip. that age. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Rucka. What? Not good. <laughs> Inappropriate. But if I, <laughs> if I, okay, if I, if I just, if I just, uh, for whatever reason, an earthquake happens and I fall and I fall. Yeah. Right. It's just over. like, basically it's just a jackhammer. I'm going to kill the person. Mm. That's weird. Gonna... <laughs> weird. Art. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. It's so weird. I've never been on top during 69. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but do you, I mean, you can do sideways. She'll be on top. I mean, it's gay like... guys probably do it all the time, though. Yeah, they probably right? do. They're into it. I mean, I, I've, I I've gay heard, guys love 69. I've heard that gay guys uh, goes, you know, like sometimes they'll just do oral for years with their partner. And then, you yeah. know, like the people make it out to seem like, oh, they're just fucking each other, like anal all the time. But like realistically, like that's like uh, kind of like a, a big, I guess, a big step for like some of them or it, it just depends on the person. But like oral is like a, a really big one. So I love how uh, every statement about gay sex is beginning with I heard <laughs> <laughs> from a friend. Yeah. Hey, well, <laughs> I know a guy um, I've heard that. I mean, my understanding is like uh, with a lot of couples, one likes receiving penetration yeah. and one likes penetrating. That's true. The, you have a power bottom and a power mm -hmm. top, and this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, Ella, that, that's your that's your choice. Sixty nine. Dreadmere, what's yours? Uh, I'm gonna say cowgirl or any other position where the girl's on top is cowgirl. Uh, what the reverse? Or <laughs> is that when she's facing you? That's cowgirl. Cowgirl is when she's facing you, and then mm -hmm. reverse cowgirl, she's not facing you. Yeah, no. you can't uh -huh. you can't hate on reverse cowgirl. You though. can't hate on reverse. Cowgirl. I, I have more confidence in reverse cowgirl than I do the other one. Why? Okay, first of all, what's the problem with cowgirl? The reason, super hot. yeah, yeah. The reason I don't, I, I, I get too nervous that I, that she's gonna break my dick. Like, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> like. I, I mean, you see it in porn sometimes too. That uh, slips out, and the girl's always quick. She'll put it back in, and it's fine. But like, I, I still just I can't get out of my head. And I think this speaks a lot to uh, your, your little theories that you've created about how when you're younger, you know, it kind of shapes yeah. your sexuality later. Because oh. when I was very young, I think I was watching like a like a Ray William Johnson video or something like that. Oh. Somebody, of course, somebody, he had something to do with this. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't he always? He, <laughs> he he was telling a story, or I honestly don't know if it was him. So let, let me just uh -huh. don't quote me on this. But uh, somebody, some big YouTuber, telling a story about this guy guy who was having sex with with his girlfriend and then she landed on his dick in a really bad way and then it turned into like this bruised black mushroom where they had to oh. put it in a cast and go to the hospital and i saw that when i was like 12 or 13 you know like right at my my, my puberty and so i was like like okay like oh, i did God. that's all i can think about so I, like it, it I'll, I'll do it i'll participate in it but like it's sort of it's short and i i've never well i have finished but well, it's not often i finish from it and yeah so i usually so like to be on onision top. if you're watching or listening <laughs> you ruined cowgirl for uh for dread <laughs> <laughs> wow man that's uh that's it sounds like a real traumatizing experience you had well, i mean maybe, i didn't i didn't break my dick but i'm just saying like yeah well no, maybe it's his it. an opportunity to challenge yourself on this and get over this fear mm -hmm. you yeah, know self-improvement if any listeners mm -hmm. are, are listening right now willing mm -hmm. to help out Dreadmere, get over <laughs> yeah. this yeah. I am we single. just want to help yeah. we just want to help yeah. yeah i'm surprised that you guys are so down with reverse cowgirl i feel like that is you're far more likely to break someone's dick in reverse cowgirl because the angle of penetration is yeah. so off i feel like that is like really good for porn because you can get a really good angle but like in i I don't do that in my personal life. It's well. The it's thing is, I, I love doggy style, and that's just kind of like doggy style. So 
Like I can kind of make my peace with it, but when the girl's on top and it's just, I'm just, oh, I don't it know, man. It gives you a break, though. Sometimes you need yeah. a breather, don't you? Yeah, also, me. sometimes that's Never. the only way a girl can get off is if she's on top. Yeah. Sure. I, feel I like, mean, yeah. that's yeah, that's that's it. it. Um, it's I, really good to. It's <laughs> in my experience, cowgirl is the best way to make yourself squirt if you are a squirter. Interesting. I think uh, reverse cowgirl is um, well. For it's it's nice to see her uh, burn some calories. And also, um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's the best. It feels like you get the most uh, real estate of yes. of movement. You yeah. know, like yeah. she's she's able to uh, uh, cover more more acreage when she's when she's facing the opposite way. And it's uh, mm. in some in a weird way, it's a little bit less personal too. So wow, we're I, talking. I have issues with that. Yeah, we're oh, talking dick yeah. size and acres now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. agree, it is a little less personal, which is mm. like, I think a plus. You know, mm. again, you don't it's have to exciting. look at the face. She could be anyone. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah, especially with it depends on the hair color. You'd be like, wow, who is that? Yeah, and is then, that Melania Trump? Is that someone who's from Slovenia? <laughs> the Slovenian Melania. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think reverse cowgirl gives you anything that doggy doesn't. And doggy gives it better. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, if it's a contest, I would say doggy is is great. But like, well, you know, yeah, it's it's nice. <laughs> it, again, it's nice to sometimes just kind of sit back and, and you know, wa- watching her enjoy it can be a turn on. It's like, uh, great. You know, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But here's the, here's the problem with with doggy. All right. Now, mm-hmm. I know no one no one's saying this is a, an overrated sex position and it's not mine. My choice. But I will say this about doggy. If. They have a really big ass. If the girl has a really big ass, then things get in the way. It's not as, um, you know, it's not as functional. Doggy doggy is supposed to be conducive to, uh, t- you know, to, to sex and penetration, right? But if the ass is really, really big. Or the dick is really small. Yeah. What no, it's, it's, yeah. Always, it's the big ass. <laughs> yeah, it's don't the you hate when you have sex with a girl that problem. has a big ass? Oh, God. Yeah. That, no, dude. What are you talking about? Like, that's great. It's great. Well, for me, I don't know. I like it. I like it if a girl has a nice ass and like, you know, it doesn't get in the way. I don't know why. I've heard that before. I remember this. my friend in high school asked me one time because I had a girlfriend who had a pretty curvy body at the time. And he was like, yeah, but like, aren't you worried that it's like you might not even be able to fuck her because it's so big? I'm like, yeah, what? No, like that's never happened. To <laughs> that's me. the like, problem. Dreadmere. Um, it's it, sometimes it gets it gets too big. No. Yeah. Never. I mean, you know how it all works, right? Like the mechanics of it all. Yeah. All right. It's have you had sex like, before, Maddox? Before yeah, we have, had, continue the discussion. Yeah, yes, I've had tons. Any of... listeners out there want to show Maddox how doggy style works? <laughs> no, I mean it's it, it's fine. It's great. It's all right. All right. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever. It's like people you sound like, like the last girl I had sex with. What's that? You sound like the last girl I had sex with. No, it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, okay. So your choice then is cowgirl. Uh, yeah. Wrong, wrong answer. And also, here's the other thing I like about cowgirl is that when it's happening, right, and especially reverse cowgirl, if they're, <laughs> if they, I, it's um, it's something I can't quite control. But if somebody says something really corny, like like during sex, my uh, it's involuntary. My eyes will just start rolling. <laughs> <laughs> and so if that happens during reverse cowgirl, I won't get caught. So that's, that's there was a girl that I was with in high school when I was going down on her and um, she just started singing that uh, George Michael song. She's just going. Oh, no. It was so awkward and goofy and I never forget it for the rest of my life. Yeah. But I was in love with her. So I was like, it's fine. I say some really corny shit during sex. My my partner that I'm monogamous with, like, I I'm really glad that we're comfortable enough for me to say really stupid dad jokes because we'll just stop and laugh and then keep fucking. Oh well, there you go. Now I'm a I'm a big fan of jokes during sex. That's fine. <laughs> and that's, dads. that's fine. Yeah, those are hilarious. 
Hmm. Yeah, especially especially <laughs> especially if there's an unexpected like queef or a fart or something. I mean, you know, it depends on how the person you're with and how they handle it. But like so occasionally that can be like a comedic relief during a really intense and sometimes sad <laughs> sometimes dramatic sexual experience. So sex is drama, right? It's sex a tour is drama. De force. They're what? It's yeah. It's a tour de force. It's of a emotion. tour de force. That's right. Yeah. You need a little breakup in there. All right. So you got your cow cowgirl. Rucka, what's your sex position? It's uh, overrated. I hope it's not the same one you brought in. I don't uh, think so. A- anal. Anal? That's not yours, is <laughs> no, it? No, it's not mine. I was going to ask if yours starts with an A, but then I'm guessing it still has begins with the word ass, and then there's 10 words after it, so <laughs> we'll, we'll get to you later. But yeah, I brought in anal. That's a position, right? Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, well, so what's the big fuss about it? It's like, taboo. Right. Yeah. Okay. You feel like you feel like you're getting you're doing something you shouldn't. That's yeah. the that's okay. the thing about anal. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things you shouldn't do. <laughs> that's true. That's <laughs> true. Life. But we're talking about the legal ones. We're okay. T- listen, should everyone try it once? Uh, yeah, but among consenting adults, I would safely in a safe environment with you know, um, podcast co-host watching, podcast co-host <laughs> watching with no uh, no breakable equipment around. Like right. absolutely right. Sure, try it. But I don't know. Like people are like obsessed with it. The fucking mm. I'm sure anal porn is like probably the top searched or one of the top viewed and people uh, tr- spend years trying to talk their partner into it and it's like why? Like what is the regular thing just just not good enough? I can understand someone wanting to receive it. I can understand if people that there's something it does for them receiving anal. But why does anyone want to give anal so bad? I I just I just don't get it. I mean, it's like during sex, it's fun to switch from like just regular sex to 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 oral, right? So it's kind of like, oh, now there's a third option. You know what right, I mean? Right. But like, then when you if you do go to anal, there's no very few people would be willing to go back to oral <laughs> do not. or even back to vaginal. So at that point, it's like you better. It's like you're. you're well, what's the what's the? It's like uh, you've bit off a fucking librarian. <laughs> what you bit off more than you could chew? Yeah, you put your money where your mouth uh, is. I don't know. There's like something here. It's like you've committed to finishing. Literally, with, money yeah. though, because if you go mm-hmm. ask to vag, you're gonna need antibiotics. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Is that and is that where you want to put your penis, guys? Somewhere where you'll you then uh, it's it's dirty and you can't put it somewhere else. You're closing doors for yourself. Yeah. I see. Th- there's sex. the analogy: closing doors. You're it's, burning bridges. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's like a souffle. Right. Mm-hmm. So a souffle mm-hmm. takes a lot of pre-production. You have to do everything just right. And then you've got this very decadent dessert with uh, with anal sex. You have to start preparing the night before. You have to look into what you're eating. What? You have to kind of fast the day of. You have to clean out your asshole either with an enema or like it's an experience. You Otherwise, you're going to have about? poop on your dick. No, I have never had poop on my wiener. Not uh, <laughs> not even a molecule of it. And, and that's that's even that's even after like experimentation. Like here's the thing: you don't have to do that much planning. The partner can do it for you. Like you take him to a, a, a nice restaurant. You order him a salad. Like she'll be having the salad. She'll be like, I no. think I want. I think I want the pasta. No, she'll have the salad. No, but the Maddox is science corner. Greens can actually irritate your stomach. Uh, I know several porn stars who specifically won't eat salads in the day before they do anal because it'll irritate their stomach. And they'll end up having a bad time. Like, I don't know what kind of weird, like, horses you guys are having anal with, but, like, I, I've never had a bad anal experience. I was, that's the one thing I was, ex- I was, uh, bracing myself for. I was like, oh, this is gonna be gross. I'm gonna have to, you know, this is gonna be weird, whatever. Never. Not a single time. Not a single time was it weird or gross or anything like that. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Beer. Yeah, I've had, uh, mm-hmm. so I've, I've been with about 30 plus women in my whole life, and, um, I've only ever had anal sex with four. 
Mm. So that I think that that that's about the statistic, right? It's like I think four in ten women are are trying. I don't know. <laughs> I, anyway, I know. it's never been it's never been a um. Strength, but it's never been a bad experience. It's all, yeah. but it it's um two of the two of the times were with partners, and then the other times were with girls who were just like down for it, I guess. But it's yeah. always pretty fun. It's like if I have the opportunity, I guess I'll do it. But like, yeah, it is like a finish line thing you do in sex. Right. But like, I have no idea what you're talking about about it being like. <laughs> you're um, uh, you're from Utah. I think you yeah. have a weird. Uh, uh, here's the thing. I will say this in Utah because everyone has this weird hang up about sex in general, mm-hmm. and they want to retain their virginity. More girls than not are really into anal because mm-hmm. they think oh, that they yeah. are preserving their virginity for marriage. So yeah. they'll go and they'll go straight up into uh, butt sex. Yeah, yeah. And now we're in a weird place where like people that are like long term dating are banging, doing anal every night. It's like okay, maybe like maybe we need to rethink this. I, I mean, enjoy yeah. anal, but you can mess up your butthole. And and maybe yeah. I'm talking about the pre-production because everybody I know and talk about anal with are professionals. And so we follow a procedure for anal off camera that we would on camera. Um, what is there a procedure you can discuss without getting too great? Like what is the yeah, procedure? You, well, you, oh, you said an enema, right? Yeah. You, you do an enema like maybe an hour or two before you're seen. So you get water up there, you clean everything out until everything comes out clean. And then you prep with a toy about the size of whatever you're going to be putting in your ass. Oh my gosh. That's a lot of work. I've mm. never, I've never had to do any kind of like. Here's the thing. I think the diet does have a lot to do with it. Yeah. And if you are, if you are eating a protein rich diet, um, you're not gonna have a lot of Klingons. Like, here's the thing. Carbs come out like peanut butter. <laughs> uh, you actually want fiber. Fiber. Yeah. Um, they sell these butt pills for men. Um, I think they're called, it's called Pure for Men, mm. and it's psyllium husk, and it's basically thirty dollars for a jar of these pills that oh. you take like four to six a day, and it just it makes your poop super clean, so you can have easy, easy anal sex. But you can get the same thing from CVS for like ten dollars. It's just Metamucil. I bought some. Uh, what's it called? The psyllium husk or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. It was just uh, someone told me, "Oh, you got it. You got it. Some psyllium husk. It's really good for you." So I got it and put it in, in like a smoothie, and the shit turned to concrete. <laughs> Basically, it's it, the psyllium husk. I don't know what it is, but as soon as you add water to it, it just like becomes this mush, and you can't do anything with it. You need a spoon to eat your fucking smoothie. You, you should yeah. take capsules and you drink a lot of water but it's like a sponge it just like yeah. cleans out your intestines oh, is that what it the is? only okay. preparation i've ever had was um i was i was with this punk chick for a while and uh we were like cleaning out her apartment and stuff and then she came across like this lubricant that she had for a while and she didn't know it was there and she was like oh here take this if you ever want to shove anything up my ass like just use this oh <laughs> lube shooters oh that's so thoughtful it was like a little it's travel size lubricant you know okay. if you're on the go but uh <laughs> yeah she just gave me that so like that's the only time we ever had preparation <laughs> I mean, yeah. th- I like the faces that Rucka's making, but this is his topic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I brought it up because it's just not, yeah, it's just not my thing. Look, I get it. It's a closer. At, you know, you don't want to go from uh, from a to, a to M or A to B most of the time, right? In the, in the heat of the moment, maybe. If shit's going bonkers. If, she, if she's going nuts. Oh, can't help it. Good. Can't help it. They're just too turned on. Here's a point. Um, anal sex... Unprotected anal sex where someone ejaculates into your butthole is the highest risk form of sex because it's the the easiest way to transmit STIs. Hmm. Why is that? Well, because you're, that's like the end of your intestinal tract. So that's the point where it's like really trying to suck the final bits of nutrients out of your food. And it. this is why for so long people thought that gay men or that HIV was a gay uh, disease because gay men tend to have more bareback anal sex than oh. straight people. I guess there's no risk of pregnancy, which is one of the big concerns of, of uh, right. having sex in the first place. Right. Yeah. Okay. I guess that makes sense. There's many agents in porn actually won't even hire, or they won't let companies hire their girls to do uh, 
anal cream pie because it's just too high risk. Wow. Well, you got to have a good agent in this town. I've always said that's true. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and like the vagina, I, you might have sort of touched on this. No pun intended. The, the <laughs> vagina, it stretches and then it comes back. You know, like that's how it's designed. And yeah, sometimes women that have had you know uh, a fifteen pound baby, their vagina will never quite be the same. But for the most part, a vagina, you stretch it and it comes right back. Uh, your butthole, not so much. Mm. Your butthole, it's like you stretch it out. It's it's it doesn't want to be stretched out. Yeah. Well, I've had this I've had this uh, debate with with uh, actually girls. So sometimes if the conversation comes up, if someone was someone I'm dating, I'm like, oh, have you ever you know tried this or you you know whatever, we'll talk about it. And one girl in particular, uh, I remember talking to her. She's like, no, I don't want to um, stretch out my butt. And I said, well, I mean, you've had really big poops. So whatever, whatever, like it can accommodate a, a, a decent sized log. I'm sure. You know, that's like that's not an argument because your butt does that too with turds. All the time. Yeah, but uh, if you ever do push out like a hard turd, yeah, like a hard one, yeah, your butthole is not happy about it. <laughs> well, yeah. and it, uh, a my... thick hard turd. That's why you're supposed to eat fruits and all that shit. Don't tell me what my butthole's happy about. <laughs> you're you. This guy's a fucking like he's like a fucking Armenian Navy SEAL. <laughs> yeah. Fucking right. this guy, he pours a fucking mountain of red pepper on every slice of pizza. Yeah. God knows what his turds look like. Oh, He's a fucking machine. They're cool. God bless you. Yeah. My, I thanks. never I never respected you. I never respected you <laughs> in any way until I saw the way you mountain you eat mountains of crushed red pepper. Yeah. Then I began to respect you. Smart. Yeah. Thank you. Pooping doesn't make your anus prolapse. Oh, that that's typically. Tr- well, Depends on how hard you push. I've almost, I've like almost fainted uh, a few times. <laughs> I believe it, but I'll be like, listen again. I'm no scientist. N- true, but um, your butt wants to poop. Okay, that's what it's for. So whatever happens when you poop, your butt tends to recover from that. But uh, an object going in from the other end—that's not what your butt. That's not how God designed your butt. <laughs> How's that for science? Yeah, I do like anal. I mean, I'm gonna be in front of about that hero <laughs> yes she's a hero all right uh, pa- pa- patriot <laughs> patriot that's right yeah. ella darling a patriot yeah yeah for her country all right guys well we've heard we've hold, heard all this nonsense all right <laughs> we've heard all you guys' silly theories and stuff now i have oh, a pick no. that i knew no one would pick no one would duplicate because it's very controversial something we've never heard of because nobody sure. does it except for maddox yeah. <laughs> no it's not controversial at all and that's why i know what it's gonna it's be controversial Can i guess yeah getting your dick sucked Correct. Oh, ah. yeah, Mr. Contrarian. Blowjobs oh, are my pick. This guy is such a fucking negative person. What, <laughs> what's wrong? You're with- literally shitting all right my fucking uh, sex position is, here. Isn't that the point? Yeah, I'm the negative one. Let me at least tell you. Well, yeah, what? I'm negative. Negative. You're being, negative about I'm, my I'm negativity. I'm on your negativity. Yes, that's what you're doing. All right. Yeah. Can you be positive about my negativity right, for let's once? Here, let's <laughs> let's support him in his. In his uh, shitting on the world's most favorite pastime. <laughs> blowjobs. Yeah. Overrated. That's right. Yep. Oh, blowjobs. Blowjobs are overrated. And frankly, they're kind of boring. Um, you know, they're they're fine. I've had some good ones. Dreadmere's give me a look. No, I'm just super I've interested. Seen... I really want to hear yeah. this. I mean, look, I've been, first of all, there's an art to it. And, and, and a lot of girls say, oh, guys are really bad at, uh, at blowjobs. And they are, you know, cunnilingus. A what lot does of guys. That mean? What, oh. what do you mean, guys are bad? Well, I'm at talking jobs. specifically about about uh, uh, guys the, are the bad female. at giving oral, or guys are oral. bad at getting blowjobs. No, guys are bad <laughs> at giving oral. But oh. I think uh, just as many women, if not more, are bad at giving blowjobs. 
I've gotten some really just gnarly ones mm. where where I don't know. Did a guy never tell you in your uh, sexual upbringing that uh, teeth mm. are not a good thing? Um, that's some guys actually do like teeth. Uh, okay, some guys. What percentage would you say? Like probably less, pretty slim. Yeah, yeah like less than one percent. I would say like teeth. And by the way, if you like teeth on your dick, then fucking go to the bathroom and run a comb over it, you idiot. <laughs> like there's there's nothing stopping you from just banging your dick into things around the house. Good Great. Point. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Great argument. Thank you. <laughs> the first one of the first um one of the first times I ever got oral, it was this girl, and thank God this fucking trend is di- is dying or dead. But uh, she had one of those uh, tongue tongue piercings. Uh, you know the uh, little rod in there, and it's it was one of the most uncomfortable blowjobs I've ever had. Oh, I like those. You like that? Yeah, they're nice. It's awful. It's like all the all the greatness of a blowjob plus a rod poking your dick. It's it's it feels like you're you're sticking your dick into a tackle box. Well, it's not a rod. <laughs> was it a rod or a little ball? Because I had like she had a little like ball on her tongue. It was the balls on the end, right. of a rod. Yeah, yeah. But you don't feel the rod, right? I like, mean, I it's a rod. rod. What are you? Yeah, you what feel is the it? ball? You feel the ball. You feel the coldness of the ball and the warmness of her mouth. It's a nice little. Uh... No, the ba- the ball is warmed up in her mouth. It's been in her mouth all fucking day. I don't know. I feel it's a different sensation. Like you yeah. feel like it feels kind it's of. It's an awful. It feels hard and terrible. You can feel you can feel the daddy issues running up and down. <laughs> <laughs> it feel if you like that shit so much, just go to the fucking hardware store and buy some ball bearings. <laughs> <laughs> that argument can be said for any position. If you like it so much, go get a household object that feels like <laughs> similar in structure. All right? Yeah, fine. A fucking a, a, a restaurant glove, you know, the the, yeah. the gloves that have the, the pattern on them. Right. It's, how's that any different than a vagina? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It's got the same fucking like weird like uh like fucking frictiony pattern. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you like sex so much, go get a fucking uh, glove from a, a kitchen of the restaurant and you're set. Okay, we're going to d- address this in a second, but Ella, see what I'm talking about? That before the show, I said this will be a fun topic to talk about because we'll always get some weird insight about sex from somebody, and we just got it. Yeah. All right, why do you think the inside of a vagina feels like a dishwasher glove? <laughs> I'm not saying it feels the same. It, it's it's moist. It's um yeah. It's uh, ribbed. It's it's, <laughs> it's got a woman attached to it. Crisscross with, patterns with, with boobs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know the pattern is similar, isn't it? No, no, no? it's not. No. What the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean the the pattern? What pattern are you talking about? It's what are you? I don't mean it's like perfectly. <laughs> like I don't mean that. Like. Uh, that 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 the inside of a vagina is like perfectly um you know patterned that way <laughs> but it like the 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 wait can you so you can clean dishes with your vagina i don't, <laughs> I don't understand Look, well, man, I, I look, had a point uh, to make. I love okay, this. But if you're going to use an inanimate object to substitute a vagina why not use a flashlight which is modeled after a vagina there you go yeah well if it's something around the house like if you're in a pinch and um Use yeah. your hand like a fucking pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, you just, <laughs> use your hand like a pilgrim. Pilgrim style. I, I jacked that joke from my my friend Sovereign Sire. She's very funny. Mm-hmm. Oh I yeah, I started following her on Twitter. She's Sovereign great. Sire. Yeah, she's, she's great. great. So so anyway, back to back to the blowjob. Mm-hmm. We're going on this weird tangent about vagina textures. Um, the a uh, blowjob I I feel like is super overrated. And and here's the other thing that sucks about it is the pressure from society to like them. Like every time, like I feel like as a guy, if I, it's taboo, you can't say blowjobs are just okay. It's like sacrilege. Yeah. Oh, you don't love blowjobs? What's wrong with you, bro? You don't like your dick sucked? Huh? What's wrong? With you? 
Like you just haven't had the right blowjob. I bet you here. No, I'm no, not I, actually I, taking that position. I walk around with that weight on my shoulders all the time. Like, God, everybody thinks I love blowjobs. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with myself. I can't go to work. <laughs> Kills me. Uh, yeah. I mean, look. Now I have had some good ones, and when you're with someone who knows what they're doing. It's no longer this this process and this chore. Like, I have to pretend like I'm super into it. It's something where I don't even have time to react. It's like, oh, shit, I didn't expect that to happen. Uh, and it's done. <laughs> I, I was, yeah. Spontaneous blowjob. Spontaneous, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a time and a place for it. Uh, but, man, it's so fucking overrated. There's some interesting things you can do, though. Like, you can, uh, she, she can put ice cubes in her mouth. That's pretty fun. No, you're into the spectacle of sex. It seems like <laughs> mm-hmm. the the rods, the cubes. Maybe. Uh, what else? Like what else? What else do you like? I mean, a lot of the things I do, I do think about things like asking me a good story after. So you yeah, know, it well, might it true. might not just be about the experience, but it's yeah. like sometimes I'm just like, yeah, well, I can say I did it. a lot of things I do in life, not just sexual. I'll be like, well, at least I can say I did it. And yeah. Like, so I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. No, the ice cube. I, that's the other thing. I tried the ice cube thing. And I'm like, wow. Now that now I'm just losing my boner because it's in something cold. <laughs> that's not how boners work. You're not meant to put it in cold things. By nature, nature that's a sign. Nature's like, hey, hey man, pull out. This is dumb. Whatever you do, <laughs> we don't know like your your dick is blind, but it's like, well, this doesn't feel right. I'm I'm going back in. <laughs> what the mm. fuck are you doing? Like fucking an igloo, dude. That's the, the I don't get the ice thing. The hot wax thing is also weird. What's I, like, I like wax. Wait, what is that? What are you talking about? But wax? I'm on the wiener? It's like Oh, I, I don't have a wiener, but I don't put it on I don't put it on genitals. I think that is dangerous. Yeah, it's 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 just like hot wax. The hot wax is a thing. You always see it in softcore porn. Like yeah. it's the hottest thing ever. They make and then as an adult, like, you're like candle wax or like yeah, candle wax. Oh, okay. They make sex candles that have a very low melting point. Okay. Um and they're fun. It's very hot, but it sounds messy. It's I don't like very messy hot. things. Mm. It dries really quickly, so it, and you know what? It is messy. You get fucking. Then you get the friction of actually fucking, and then you've got little bits of wax everywhere, and then you have to change your sheets, or else you. Feel yeah, see, yeah, like I don't want to have to do laundry and shit. Like, yeah. I just it's a chore. Yeah, yeah, it's a chore. It's like oh fuck, and then honey. Oh gosh, what? No, it's yeah. fucking everywhere. Oh great, a honey blowjob. Is this for you or for me? Why are you putting honey on it? If you put yeah. that dick in a vagina with honey on it or honey residue, you're going to give that vagina a yeast infection. There's nothing and sexy ants. about yeast infections. <laughs> yeah, and ants. Quit putting fucking food on your. Yeah, I don't like food and sex jobs. at all in any no. part in any capacity. Like food and sex should not. I think if you're gonna do food and sex, it you should go. You shouldn't half-ass it. You should go all out. You should get like fucking you know like uh, some crawfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, sandwich, a big-ass fucking hoagie. You know, just fucking go to town and meal. You know, get it done. Get it done. Don't fuck around with, like, crackers and shit. Or what What else? Uh, what, like whipped oh, cream? Oh, the edible panties. The what? Oh, I was saying whipped cream is a common whipped thing. Whipped cream is another like, one. I, like I was like, cream. oh. Now, here's this thing. It's whipped cream. It's all so convenient in the can. Now I'm going to poke you know spray it on your fucking body where it's inconvenient for me to eat <laughs> that's dumb i feel like that's something that people who are in high school think is a thing that people yeah. do to have like really good kinky sex before they know what sex is supposed to be yeah i, I think the same about 69 though i think that you know it's this funny catchphrase everybody oh 69 it's just they titter and giggle about it and it's like no just it's not do grown-up sex do good sex that doesn't fucking suck also fuck flavored condoms Mm, they're gross mm, and you're supposed to suck off all the flavor before you put it in someone and then there's no lubrication on it it's ah. fucking nasty so what do you do just like take the condom out of the package and just like suck on it for a few minutes well, you're supposed you... to put it on someone's stick <laughs> and use that to give a so, condom blowjob oh. that's like safe sex right yeah that's yeah. that's what they tell you and if you weren't in utah they would have taught you in health class that now if you're gonna have a blowjob you'd better wear a condom and everyone's just like 
then why even bother, right? Yeah, what's the point? Um, and by the way, um, I'm kind of with you on this. Mm-hmm. Like, blowjobs are cool once in a while. I mean, I like uh, I like the position, but yeah. as kind of a prelude to, you know, sex. I, yeah. I, I by by the time I'm done, I'd like to be you know choking somebody and fucking taking <laughs> taking action. I don't want to just be sitting there. I think like a a, blo- a full blowjob is like kind of a once in a while. Like I, I'm going to a job interview kind of thing. Right. You know, right. I can use some support. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's what I like once in a while, where it's uh it's it's uh we're on vacation. We just we just landed kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good. And also, it's it's one of those things where you don't have time for the full thing. Okay, you're on a plane somewhere. There you or go. You're in an elevator. You're yeah. in a maintenance closet. <laughs> uh, you know, you're in a Halloween store shopping for costumes. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. an achievement. It's yeah. an achievement that you unlock. Yeah. And then it's done. And then like, I don't even think you need to finish the blowjob. You're just like, oh, I sucked that person's dick in this place. We did that. I will say this, Roadhead. Okay. No, it's an interesting. Yes. Inter- I was thinking about that. What? Uh, why? What's your objection to Roadhead? The same objection I have to sixty nineing in that your dick is in danger. Yes, and that's super hot. Mm. <laughs> that's yeah. the thing I like most about it because oh you're both in danger. Because if you get in a wreck, you're losing your dick, and she's also gonna probably get her head broken. Oh my god! Like I just read a story about <laughs> you're both the- gonna get hurt or killed. Yeah, there was a couple that was trying to have sex. I think in Mexico or something. They were driving while having sex, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. And they both got hurt really bad. Of course, Mexico yeah. had something to do with it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the roadhead. But uh, no, that, that's uh, that's something I think is is super fun. I almost got pulled over uh, by a cop one time, Ooh. and I was like, "Oh shit, I don't like quick, give me a jacket or something." I don't know what to do. And then thank- thankfully, the guy, the cop had his lights on, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And then he went around. And he was trying to pull someone else over. I'm like, "Oh, dodged a bullet." You would continue have to <laughs> register as a sex offender. Really. For the rest of your life, if you got caught that way. No I mean, shit. If you get caught pissing in public, that's a sex offense, and you have to register. You're on the registry. I've for heard life. that. Haven't that's... they changed that law? Is that no I longer a thing? I feel like that happens all the time. That's crazy. I mean, you gotta pee sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta pee sometimes. <laughs> it might have changed. I I may be misinformed on that. But if you get caught doing a sexual act on the fucking highway, you're not living close to a school for the rest of your life. You know, right. I like the point you made about yeah. um, <laughs> what's the bad news, says yeah. Maddox. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I just, like, can yeah. I voluntarily? <laughs> can I volunteer to be a sex offender? Yeah. Keep the kids away uh-huh. from... Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I've, look, call me fucking Grandpa Rucka, you know? Call me boring and uh, out of touch, but I've never really saw the appeal of risking my fucking life uh, getting head while driving. Like, uh. can we just fucking pull <laughs> yeah. over? Can we fucking... Can we can we get a take twenty bucks and get a room real quick? Like, why do nerd. I need to fucking? Why do I need to be? Dr- yeah, I'm a nerd. I'm 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 at, I'm not cool, man. <laughs> yeah, kill the spontaneity. Spontaneity. Like, you you want to fucking? You want? Do you want to be driving next to someone that's that's coming while driving? <laughs> I mean, I'd rather them do that than road rage. If it calmed them down, maybe. Do you want to be crossing the street while <laughs> while oncoming drivers are getting their dick sucked? Well, here's the thing. Yes, because if they slam on their brakes. Someone might lose an appendage. Mm-hmm. Think about it. So you're saying they're more careful when they drive. They're more careful when they're when they drive. They probably so you don't drive want slower. them hitting the brake. Yeah, yeah. They're they're driving too slow. Oh. Right. And I'd prefer that as opposed to somebody driving too fast and then not paying attention. Look, it's probably safer than texting while driving. It's, right. I mean, if if that's the bar you're setting. That is the bar I'm setting, and right. I also prefer it to a truck driver jacking his hog. Like, I don't want that shit going on. That, by the way, that's just creepy. I mean, truck drivers are like their own class. I trust them 
I trust them. They should definitely yeah. be put on a sex offenders list if you're just jacking yourself <laughs> First while off, driving a truck. Truck drivers are already on the sex offender <laughs> list. <laughs> Have none of you jerked off while driving? No. No. Uh, Have I? I think I thought about it once. I I was yeah, I think I may I no, I don't uh, I don't think so. No. It's not cuz it's also It's more cumbersome I guess when you have a penis. Yeah. Oh yeah. If I was a girl, I'd be masturbating twenty four seven. Yeah, my fingers would look like if you've been washing dishes for too long. All <laughs> 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 <Feel> wrinkly. <laughs> uh, I've masturbated while driving, and it's it's an if you're driving like twelve hours and you're on open highway and there's nobody around you, it's a really nice way to engage your brain and and it's fun. Yeah. No. We're no one's. I've uh, I've helped uh, a young lady, you know, get yes. a, a climax. Mm-hmm. while she was in the passenger seat. Oh, you yeah. sure it was okay then? You didn't have to pull over and make plans? Well, and get hotel room? The, the person driving me is not ejaculating, so there's no risk. Uh, I, well, your hands are... It's no are... different than adjusting the... the... <laughs> Uh, fucking the, hitting, the, hitting the radio the, dial. The radio dial. I mean, I get is what you're you saying, but you make, <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying, but you make it sound like every time you come, your arms are just like flailing. Yeah. <laughs> there is that split second where it's oh. like it's like a fucking sneeze, and you don't even remember where you are for a second. <laughs> is that where you want to be when someone else is fucking crossing the street where they shouldn't be, or some other driver gets in your lane and he's in your blind spot, or whatever it is that's no gonna man. Happen. I am hyper focused at all times. I'm hyper aware and hyper focused right. at all times. I can get a blowjob. I can be coming doesn't fucking matter like a fucking uh, laser beam (laughs) Maddox is coming (laughs) yeah we'll see how you feel when somebody that you love gets hit by a car because (laughs) they just had to get their dick sucked right then on the road killer roadhead yeah killer roadhead sounds like uh, Ooga Booga part two yeah oh my gosh in your dreams put that cast back together yeah you can't because one of them's dead yeah Karen Black is that that the one that was like the star of the movie that was in one scene no it's Maddox and Maddox is the star yeah but whose name was on the cover of the DVD oh Karen Black and Stacey Keach okay and and is Karen Black the one that wasn't in the actual movie she was in the movie she She was in one scene she had a hot yeah she She was in one scene okay five minutes she's the star of the movie five minutes that's great something yeah yeah speaking role Good. I got a speaking role. I'm glad, I'm glad you guys uh, threw her that threw her that that uh, that bone. Yeah, that, and by the way, that was she. She passed away shortly thereafter. I think mm-hmm. that was the last movie she acted in. Wow. So I have the distinct honor of saying that I have been in a Karen Black movie, her last. Wow. So when people look her up forever, they're gonna say, "Oh, let's see, let's let's watch how she how her career went out. Let's see. Yeah. Let's watch it. Oh, there's this uh, delightful young lad named Maddox who's also uh, playing skis in this movie. What a good movie. Good yeah, story. Definitely. Anyway, guys, I think we've all made our case for this debate. If you guys want to vote on this, go to madcastmedia.com. I already know I'm going to lose this one, uh, but that's okay because I know it's a very controversial pick, but I, I, I'm glad that we have a little bit of an overlap in our philosophies towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is the most agreement we've had. I think so. Yeah, I think so. All right, guys, don't forget to vote on this topic at madcastmedia.com. I know I'm going to lose this debate. It's a very controversial pick, but here's something that you'll be happy to lose. $30 off your first week of deliveries with HelloFresh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you to HelloFresh for sponsoring the show. I have a HelloFresh story. This uh, this just happened. So I just got back from DC, and I was out there to do a talk and a reading for my new book. But I missed my flight. And it was, <laughs> it was because uh, the person who booked the flight said it was a red eye. And I just assumed that red eyes are usually around midnight, because they usually are. 
And HelloFresh sent me all these ingredients to cook some of the meals uh, as, a, as a demo for this promotion uh, on Madcast Media. So I looked at the menu and the ingredients that they sent me, and one of them was this Juicy Lucy burger that they have. This amazing looking burger, which by the way, I made, and it is comparable to some of the best burgers I've had in Los Angeles. If you come to Los Angeles, there's a place called Stout Burgers, and they have this really big, juicy burger with grilled onions on top, uh, I think some kind of cheese, and some arugula. Well, the ingredients for this this burger, this, this one they sent me from HelloFresh, is practically the same thing. Uh, different kind of cheese, but it, it was a very juicy, very tasty burger. So I made this thing, and it's very comparable. It's a really delicious burger. I made this burger the night I was supposed to leave for my flight. And while I was casually eating this burger, I decided to look up my flight and see when it was. And the flight said it was at 9.20 p.m. I looked at the clock, and it was 8.40. So I completely missed my flight. And I, it, I was so late for this flight, I didn't even go into panic mode. So I just continued eating this delicious burger. Thank you, HelloFresh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no fault of their own, obviously. But guys, these meals are amazing. Thank you for everyone who's tried it so far. Keep sending me those pictures and those stories of your experience with HelloFresh. It's $30 off your first week of deliveries with the code MADCAST30. And here's the beauty about HelloFresh. You don't have to be a cook. You don't have to be really good at cooking because they send you all the ingredients. They're pre-measured out. Mm -hmm. They're pretty simple. So you will have everything you need to make these meals from start to finish, usually most of them in under 30 minutes and they're pretty low calorie as well most of the meals are under 800 900 calories for two servings it's a fantastic meal again that's madcast 30 for 30 dollars off your first week of deliveries thank you again and check out the website i'll link to it from ours but now it's time to move on to the rucka wrap-up uh rucka do you have a wrap-up for us uh this week yeah uh wrap it up <laughs> it's a rucka wrap-up <laughs> Yeah. yeah. That's, a, <laughs> that's the more, most cogent rucka wrap-up I think we've had on this show. But we should move on to some quick news headlines. Guys, uh, this is one. It's it's very appropriate for our 69th episode. It has to do with swingers. A swinger party went bad when a jealous wife attacked her husband with a minivan. I don't know if you guys heard about this. This is from MLive.com. In Bay City, Michigan, a swingers party gone awry has led to a woman facing three felonies. Deputies arrived to see a red or maroon, it says red or maroon, guys pick one, uh, Dodge Caravan in front of a residence and 28-year-old Amber K. Showmaker trying to enter the home with a screwdriver in her hand. Uh, also outside was her 33-year-old husband who was bleeding from a wound to his forehead, court records show. So she stabbed this guy in the forehead with a screwdriver. Uh, and then the 26-year-old female resident who called 911 told deputies and her 31-year-old fiancé that Showmaker was over for a swingers party, according to police. Amber Showmaker was downstairs with a female resident's fiancé, and her husband was upstairs with a female resident. When the pair upstairs came down, Amber Showmaker slapped her husband and went outside. The other three people followed her, only to see her get in a minivan and drive toward them. The minivan went up over the curb and onto the sidewalk, where her husband and the hosts were standing. Wow. Yeah, a uh, swinger party gone bad. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, uh, Ella? So, as as someone in the adult entertainment industry, what do you, what do you think of uh, swinger parties? Do you have any thoughts on them? Well, I mean, they're great for people who enjoy them. That just sounds like work to me. That I it has so little appeal. There's something that uh, people sort of in the sex the sex industry, the sex education industry, all like that side of of things um, called play parties where you go and you maybe engage in BDSM or you fuck your partner in front of people or or you swap or do whatever. It just like the very idea of going one of those makes my skin crawl. Like I don't want to fucking 
I, uh, it, but do you think it can work functionally? Do you think that that if you, especially if you're friends, yeah. and that's you know that's something that you guys decide to do beforehand, that jealousy will or won't get in the way? Do you think that 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 can ever successfully happen? Oh, of course, absolutely. It can definitely happen. It can definitely work out as long as people are communicating. And if someone is either coerced into into doing something to to please their partner, or they just go along with it because they think that that's what their partner wants, and they actually aren't ready for it, or it doesn't work for them, that's when things go south. So don't agree to a sexual arrangement that you're not into and down with. Don't coerce your partner into engaging with that right. and have a dialogue. But yeah, yeah, it can absolutely work out for people. For some people, it's the fucking best. That's their entire relationship and awesome for them. Not oh. into it personally, but but yeah, it can be good. Um, this obviously didn't work out. I've heard mostly these kind of stories where it starts out fine and then one or both couples get jealous and it leads to a divorce and sometimes they end up, uh, you know, ho- hooking up and ending up with the other person, the other partner. It That can definitely happen. And that's, uh, but here's the thing, that can happen no matter what. Like people will cheat on each other regardless of whether they're in a swinging relationship. People will get right. divorced regardless of whether they're swingers. I mean, that's just something that happens. But if you can have an, an open dialogue about sex and about your sexual interests and about being open or poly or swingers or whatever then i think you're probably going to last longer as a relationship true good point poop man strikes a pair of car washes (laughs) (laughs) the next story uh how's that for a transition so um this is uh this has been i think the third week in a row we've had a poop story i don't know why the news is so shitty as ella put it (laughs) earlier but uh this is another one The owners of a car washing business in Kentucky are asking for the public's help in identifying a man who turned two of their locations into his personal commodes, a sicko they've dubbed Poop Man. Uh, The suspect is seen on two Facebook videos doing his business at separate soak and wet car wash locations in Owensboro. And uh, they post this video, and sure enough, it's this guy who is driving his car through the car wash, all right? The car wash is going. He gets out goes in front of his car, and then just squats and leans up against his car to take a dump. I don't know. I don't even get it at this point. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand why people are doing this. And then it's he's going around to other car washes to poop there, too. It's so weird it's sec- to me that this guy has, like, a car payment and bills and, you know, assumed and like he's doing that with his time. Like, that yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, and he seemed like he's driving an SUV. <laughs> SUVs are, you know, they're not cheap. So he's got money. You know he's got money. What is oh, what does money have days. to do with he's got this? That SUV money. Yeah, like well. where does money come into the decision to shit in a car wash? It's like well, in all other parts of his life, you would assume that he's somewhat responsible enough to yeah. to provide for himself to pay for his car to get washed. Right. You know what I mean? And then he's just like, oh, I think I'm gonna take a shit in front of my car. You know, <laughs> yeah. Why in times, front of like, the car? I, why, Ella? <laughs> yeah, tell us, Ella. Trial here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no answers from Ella. Great. <laughs> I mean, we're we're seeing a lot of bizarre behaviors yeah. these days in the yeah. world. Trump's America. That's what's going on. Uh, here's one last story. Oh, boy. This one. I almost didn't bring this in. I'll, I'll play it. Uh, but uh, this is a story. I'm going to play just the intro to this news story for this next one just to set it up. And let's see if you guys can guess what it is because this is my nightmare. I This is something I've always uh, been kind of afraid of happening. But listen to this. Travelers have to deal with a lot at the airport these days, but Matthew Demers of Clinton Township never expected this. So I just used the men's bathroom, just washed my hands, and coming to find this out, it is a little disgusting. Detroit Metro Airport officials say they are investigating an unusual substance found in soap dispensers in the North Terminal restrooms last week. Was it cum or piss? It was semen. Uh, wow. This is something that I, because look, uh, sometimes bathroom soap 
kind of looks like it and it's it's crossed my mind i'm like what if you know <laughs> what if and it's just freaked me out ever since i thought about it and now it's actually happened mm. and i don't think i can ever wash my hands again I, i'm never gonna wash my hands again i'm gonna yeah. raise you one i have had the same fear and concern but about uh those like refillable ketchup dispensers at restaurants mm. like <laughs> someone could go could abscond to the restroom jizz in the ketchup shake it up i might be gross yeah i know it's gross that's why i fucking i'm afraid of it oh but that's such a weird one because first of all you would notice that something's mixed not in. if it's mixed in per- well yeah not if it's a small yeah, tell us tell us more Rucka. <laughs> i mean i know a guy who uh, has experimented oh. it's part of the science <laughs> thing i'm into yeah um i've always said the one good thing about detroit is the airport Oh yeah, <laughs> it's an amazing airport. Much nicer than LAX. Most not much nicer than any other that I've I can think of that I've been to. Beautiful airport. I think De- I've been Detro- there. Detroit knows like the number one uh, thing. The number one industry they've got is people leaving. Yeah, so like, <laughs> they've got a beautiful airport. Yeah, and how, then turns out it's not so great, is it? No, how did not they so find great. this out? How did the guy like how, one dude was like. Yep, this is de- uh, uh, gets come. Oh no! Oh god! So this is yeah, this how is the story. This out? It says uh, this is from Fox2Detroit.com. Romulus, Michigan. An investigation is underway at Detroit Metropolitan Airport, and it has nothing to do with the planes in the air, but soap in the bathrooms. Airport officials say they are investigating an unusual substance found in soap dispensers in the North Terminal restroom last week. Those who work at the airport say it is believed that the substance is a bodily fluid from a man, and they tried so hard not to use the word semen in this uh, news story. But here they interviewed one of the, uh, the the custodial workers about this, and they were asking her who she thought it was. Listen to this. The question now is, who would do such a thing? I don't even know where somebody would find the time to do that. Like, you see, it's kind of busy around here right now. <laughs> That's true. That was her concern. She's like, how would anyone even have the time to ejaculate into the soap dispenser? That's the, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. And then, as a good journalist, they ask all the hard-hitting questions. Not just who, but why. Listen to this one. But why would someone do that? I don't know. I don't know. A lot of crazy things happen in the airport. The airport authority is in the process of installing new tamper-proof soap dispensers. Yeah, and they went into detail with the soap dispensers at the airport bathroom. Now, those are kind of hard to get to. They're not ones that are just sitting there on the counter or hanging on the wall. They're ones underneath the sink. So whoever did this, like, went in there, and now they're suspecting that it was it had to have been a worker. Oh. Is this a sexual fetish thing? The the, the pooper, the car wash pooper, this, uh, the semen guy? Is yeah, it a thing? I mean, it sounds like it. Probably is, right? You said this was Romulus, Michigan? Yeah, Romulus, yeah. Michigan. How cool so of a name is that? A Romulan yeah. put an alien substance into the mm. soap dispenser? Don't confuse Maddox. He's seen, <laughs> he's seen parts of Star Trek. I have seen parts of Star Trek. Pretty much everyone has, Rucka. No one watches that whole thing from start to finish. Uh, that whole thing, huh? Romulus <laughs> is a badass name. And yeah, it's, it that's is pretty near cool. the airport, cool. or that yeah. is the airport. So. Great. Good, good airport, like, Rucka. You don't like Star Trek? Uh, it's fine. I like, I, like next generation. It. I like Next Generation just fine. Okay. It sounds like that one guy really liked that name, Romulus, like, a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Couldn't contain himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like... Um, I like Next Generation. Ne- next Generation. Everyone liked Next Generation. Yeah. And then Deep Space Nine was was uh, too dorky, and same, same with the Voyager. And I hated the... You know, it, it all went downhill when they had that Odo guy. Odo, Ono. The guy who looked like... Odo. Yeah, yeah. his that nose... Was Deep like, Space Nine, right? Yeah. yeah. That's such a lazy design for an alien. Oh, let's take a human and then just make it so his nose wasn't fully developed. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> he looks like Voldemort. He looks like a dorky Voldemort, right? The show got weird. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the show or that show. Yeah, that show got weird. The show got weird. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. Anyway, uh, guys, thank you again for coming on the show. Ella, do you have anything you'd like to plug before we go? Yeah, so uh, cam4.com slash VR if you want to watch some hot babes in virtual reality. I'm yes. also, so my business partner and I created the first ever live webcam platform in virtual reality. So I'm the world's first VR cam girl. Um, we're working on creating a non-adult application for that. So in addition to the, the 3D, 360 uh, like AMA style broadcasting, we've also built this cool little car that you can drive, you can use to drive around my living room in virtual reality and interact with different markers. We haven't launched it yet, but we will be launching it soon. So follow me on Twitter. I'm at Ella Darling. And when we launch, you will know. That's fantastic. It's really amazing technology Thank because you. most VR porn is just a video and it's, you know, kind of a static thing. You're going to watch it from start to finish. You can look around and everything, but this is a live VR porn experience. It's amazing. You're you can actually interact with the per, with the other person. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so amazing. cool. You're too bright for this show. <laughs> She's a Aww. librarian, scientist. You know, I always tell Maddox like let's uh, let's behave like there's a beautiful classy woman <laughs> present. I always let's, do. Let's be let's be on our best behavior. You know what? You should behave like that because I'm beautiful and classy, Rucka. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, thank you. All right. And Dreadmere, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can find me on anything uh, on social media, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at, D- at D-R-E-A-D-M-E-R-E, Dreadmere. It's my name for everything. I've got a lot of content coming out uh, this past couple weeks, especially, uh, and some stuff with Rucka, too. Yeah, we you just, guys yeah. are collaborating. Uh, we just did a song, a video called Am I Gay? Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yes. <laughs> uh, there's a video you're going to want to see. Uh, it's got, it's speaking of semen. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Well, look out, Detroit Airport. I'm, I'm going acres, to my acres. bathtub is new competition. Uh, let's is, just say you can wash your hands in his bathtub. Yeah. Uh, it is a beautifully produced video. Yeah, it's very yeah. well done. Very well done. Yeah, yeah. which uh, we, we I'll embed it on the website. You guys should definitely check this out. I'll link to both of your guys's social media and your websites as well. Thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you to my top unit key grip deputy cadet moderator. Yep, Rucka Rucka Ali. Thank you, Dreadmere. Thank you, Ella Darling. Thanks. We'll see Mikey Bolts next week, but most of all, you're welcome. You're at a party and it's 2 a.m. and you're fucking playing Cards Against Humanity? I would throw a football into that. <laughs> I would definitely throw a football into a board game if it was 2 a.m. <laughs> Just became a bully. I don't know, overnight. <laughs> he seemed like such a nice boy. He is. And I, we talk all the time, and he just seems like, you know, likes to sit around listening to podcasts with his dog. And now, what, what happened to Drolling Aussie? Drolling Aussie, yes. uh, he, uh, <laughs> he did send me an email a couple episodes ago. I said, I still haven't sent him his shirt. And I said, I may have lost your email address. Immediately got an email from him. <laughs> and he's like, hey, man, you're not going to weasel your way out of this. I do owe him a shirt, which is coming. It's coming, guys. Mm. I've just been so busy with the book and uh, oh. the show I'm working on. All those other you things. would have told him, what do you think is going to happen first? You'll get your fucking T-shirt <laughs> or um, Maddox will finish his book. Donald Trump would be fucking president. <laughs> like, uh, like, how many things have happened before? Like, what's next before he gets his T-shirt? Are aliens going to, to land? Uh, who knows? Is Detroit, is Detroit Airport's soap dispensary going to dispense <laughs> semen? Is, are Romulans going to be jacking off into Detroit soap dispensers before this guy gets his goddamn shirt that you promised him? Uh. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.